It's time for Spotlights on KRWC, and today we have a special guest with us. Buffalo Fire Chief John Harnoy is going to uh, visit with us here today to uh, talk about a number of things, including the uh, brand-new fire station that's uh, been under construction for uh, throughout the year in downtown Buffalo. And uh, John joins us this morning. John, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Happy to be here. Good to have you here with us, and uh, we're going to talk quite a bit today about uh, kind of the the old and the new with the Buffalo Fire Department. So we've been watching the fire station get uh, um, really from ground up. It's uh, kind of been coming up right before our eyes throughout 2021. Yeah, the new fire station's progressing nicely. Uh, originally, they projected it to be done August 1st, but due to COVID and some of the delays and materials and stuff that we've had in 2021, it's delayed a little bit. But we're expecting to be in there for sure by February 1st, maybe even the beginning of January. Uh, everything's within budget and looking good. Uh, right Currently, right now, they're working on the flooring and stuff on the inside and the truck bay, uh, getting everything ready in the truck bay for painting. Uh, but everything's looking really good. We're really happy with the way things are going so far. Yeah, nice building. That thing looks like it uh, is going to stand for all time. It's a huge, <laughs> huge building and lots and lots of brick and uh, a lot of sturdy materials there. It is. Uh, they, I think each hole and every brick had three rebar put into it. Is it is built to be sturdy. Um, one of the things that we've had issues with in the past is tornadoes in the area. We'd have people show up at the fire station uh, for tornado sirens going off, and we had no place to put them. Our d- current downtown station wasn't built for anything like that. The new fire station is. So it is a place that people could go to in, in severe weather. And then the building's also built to last you know, 30, 40, 50 years. We're hoping it's going to be there for a real long time. Yeah. Um, for listeners outside uh, Buffalo that um, are not familiar, maybe you get to uh, Buffalo once in a while, the location that we're talking about, of course, is uh, right across uh, the street, basically, from the uh, the current and long-standing fire station downtown. And it's um, in that uh, lot that is located right next to the post office. And, uh, yeah, it, early in the year... Um, there was a lot of different things going on there. It was kind of wet for a while, and that uh, kind of slowed us down. But, uh, boy, once that got started, um, it really got going. Yeah, the bricklayer originally had trouble getting people or hiring people to work. That was one of the first delays. But there was also a lot of brick. I think he told me there were an estimated 240,000 brick on the outside of the building. You know, and they had to lay them one at a time. So that took a while. Um that was probably one of the biggest causes of the delays. Uh, we had to do some soil corrections and some other things that took a while in the beginning of the project. But overall, we're real happy with the way everything went. Tell the listeners some of the features of that new building. And those that have been by it, of course, uh, you know, can tell that it's got the uh, at least two, is it two big bays and then some smaller ones too? Yeah, all the bays are just about the same size. Uh, there are... I think the shorter bays are 80 feet and the longer bays are approximately 90 feet. Our current fire station out on County Road 134, those truck bays are about the same length, around 80 feet. Uh, the height is higher. It's uh, four feet higher in the new station than it is at Station 2. The reason being uh, we need 
uh, space inside the building to lift our trucks. To service our trucks, we have to tilt the cabs, and our current fire stations aren't tall enough to tilt the cabs. So that's the reason the truck bays are so tall. Uh, the trucks keep getting taller and taller, and when you tilt the cabs, it, you know, it takes 19, 20 feet of space to be able to tilt those cabs. Currently, we have to take trucks outside and do any kind of service work, which isn't fun in the middle of winter. You're probably uh, in good company with a lot of different fire departments that have been at this juncture, you know, where they need additional space uh, because of the fact that, as you say, technology-wise, all of the firefighting gear from trucks to all the equipment is um, taking on new dimensions here. So I'm sure other departments have faced this as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Trucks keep getting bigger. They keep getting taller. Uh, We need more space for training. Uh, We keep getting more training requirements put upon us. Fires have changed a lot in the last 20 years, so it takes more equipment, better equipment, to be able to handle the fires that we get these days. Plus, we're doing more than just fires. What is the the new building going to house? I'm assuming it's uh, all of the stuff that's uh, in the current downtown building, but are you going to move... Anything back and forth, or, or what are the new accommodations there? Correct. Everything downtown will stay downtown, except for one engine will move out to our Station 2 on 134, and the ladder truck that's out on County Road 134 will move downtown. Uh, we'd prefer to have that downtown because of all the high-rise buildings that we have. Yep, and I know that was talked about kind of at length uh, when, when the discussions uh, surrounding building uh, you know, the structure in the first place was uh, the whole idea was, you know, kind of get that truck where it, you know, potentially needs. We hope it doesn't ever need to be used for that, but potentially we've got a lot of multi-level buildings down there and probably some more in the years to come. That's correct. And that downtown's where we would have our uh, largest loss of life because of the apartment buildings. So we need our best truck down there for rescue or fire extinguishment, or even just for lighting up a scene when you're dealing with those taller buildings. Uh, Buffalo Fire Chief John Harnoy is our guest here on Spotlight today on KRWC. John, tell us a little bit about the current um, uh, state of uh, the fire department, maybe a little bit about um, just a ballpark, or maybe you know the exact number of how many uh, uh, firefighters, volunteers that you have, and uh, uh, I know you've got a bunch of history that you want to share with us, too. Sure. We currently have 34 firefighters. Uh, We have space for two, so we'll probably be hiring two firefighters in the spring of 2022. So if anybody out there is interested, just fill out an application with the City of Buffalo, and we'll keep your application and notify you when we start the hiring phase. Uh, Buffalo's had really good luck the last few years of hiring some quality firefighters, and we've had quite a few applicants. Uh, we're more fortunate than a lot of the towns around us. Um, and that's another nice thing about the new fire station. We think that's going to be a good recruitment tool. Uh, if you're looking for a community to move to and you're interested in being a firefighter, if you have the equipment and the resources and the facilities, that would be a big draw for somebody that's interested in being in the fire department. Um, calls, we probably do an average of 275 calls per year. Uh, probably, I think in 2020, we had uh, 16 building fires. The rest would be all hazardous material calls or hazardous condition calls. Uh, 
false alarms, and medical calls. We have two fire stations. We have 10 trucks total. We have two engines. We have a ladder truck. I'm sorry, we have three engines, a ladder truck, a couple grass rigs, a heavy rescue truck, um, and then a command vehicle. Let's see what else? Um, we do over 2,100 hours a year training. Uh, we meet a couple times a month for training. And I think there's about 16, 17 things that are required to train on per year. So when we only meet 32 or up to 32 times a year, uh, we have to concentrate on our training. A lot of our trainings that we do, we'll have two or three training sessions in one night just to keep up on all the requirements for our training. We have to train on everything that we do for OSHA, so we're busy with that kind of stuff. But as far as history... Um, Buffalo Fire Department started in 1889, and 1889, I think there were like 16 charter members. Uh, there was a meeting downtown, and they decided to start the fire department, so the city bought the fire department, the old fire bell that was in front of the city hall. They bought a wagon and some hooks and ladders and buckets, and that's basically what they started with. They put all that into a shed that was right next to the building that Loaf and Ladle was in. in. Uh, Loaf and Ladle, that building was there at that time. That would have been around 1889. The old fire bell that was downtown, we're getting that restored. As I said, that was the original bell from 1889. We're going to put that up in the new fire station, up in a mezzanine up on the second floor. Um, around 1890... They bought a couple more pieces of equipment. Uh, everything around 1890 to about 1909 was uh, pulled by hand. They had a chemical engine that was basically just a big fire engine and a cart that they pulled. Uh, one of the reasons the fire station was where it was at because it was uphill, and everything around downtown Buffalo would have been downhill, so they didn't have to pull the carts uphill going to fires. Around 1910, they... The fire station moved a little bit to the north, which is this current council chambers. Uh, that was what they called the power building. They built the power building in 1910 for power and electricity, and they stored some of their fire equipment in there. And in around 1966, the stuff moved from there to the fire, current fire station downtown. And we were in that one until today. And we'll hopefully be out of that fire station and move into the new fire station in a couple months. John Harnerway, our guest, uh, Buffalo Fire Chief. John, I want to give you a chance to uh, talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the roles that technology-type things play with modern firefighting um, and how the new station, I'm assuming the new building will be, you know, outfitted for anything and everything that uh, currently is available and uh, anticipated to come uh, as far as computer-aided equipment and um, and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, the new the old fire station, one of the reasons we had to leave it is it didn't meet all the codes for today. Uh, carcinogens that we deal with today, uh, we have to have ways to mitigate that, and our new fire station is providing those ways. For example, it has an exhaust system to draw the vehicle exhaust out of the truck so the firefighters aren't breathing it. The 
uh, our fire gear has to be stored in a separate uh, room from the fire trucks so that the gear doesn't get saturated with diesel exhaust and that sort of thing. Um, as far as other technology, it's going to be equipped with a couple different training rooms and a conference room. And due to COVID, over the last couple of years or over the last year or so, we've had to split up training. Had to keep the number of people out in one training room. So this has the facilities to do that, plus the electronics to do that. We have monitors in each room so we can have uh, one instructor and have three different rooms, but they're all viewing the same instructor from the three different locations. We have the capability that will also aid us in when we have three training drills in one training session that we can rotate from room to room and be able to use these for different trainings on the same night. Um, it's also going to be the backup EOC, Emergency Operations Center, if something big happens in Buffalo. So it's equipped with everything we need for that. Uh, we'll have all the data inputs plus the network in place to be able to hook up any type of phone or any number of phones that we need along with computers in case we have a big event in the city of Buffalo and we need to have emergency operations there. It's really fascinating all of the uh, things that go into uh, uh, modern uh, fire departments and, and firefighting. And it's, you know, uh, as I was listening to you talk about it, I was thinking to myself, you know, it's not just uh, fire anymore. It's um, all kinds of different things. I mean, fire departments uh, have been involved with rescue and things like that for a long time. But um, the technology that is available now, uh, I would think also kind of helps you to be able to, you know, be of more assistance in a lot of different areas too. That's correct. Um, yeah, technology's getting better and everything's getting expensive. We just had to replace all of our SCBAs or our self-contained uh, breathing apparatuses last year. I think that came to about $250,000 or about $6,000 a pack. And if number of firefighters, we have 35 firefighters, we have close to one pack per firefighter if we need it. But to give an example, uh, just the technology in our air packs, if we have something happen to one of our air packs, they can download the information for, from our air pack It'll tell you how fast you're using air. Um, if anything happened to the air pack, it'll tell you when you turned it off, when you turned it on. So, so some of that stuff kind of helps. That technology really helps in that. If you ever had something go wrong, you could use it for training to train other firefighters to explain what happened and how to correct it and that sort of thing. And not to mention just the, the training that we do, uh, technology and COVID really helped us out in some ways. Uh, we're able to do a lot of online training now, so we don't always have to be at the fire station to do training. If you need extra fire training, we can go online. Uh, the state's provided us some resources for online training that's free to us, and there's also some online training that we're using that does cost a small fee, but it's excellent training, and we're able to keep up on training that way. You mentioned, John, you've got uh, 34 total uh, firefighters. Um, maybe listeners might be interested in um, how the breakdown is. Are they um, all, you know, quote unquote, and if I sound naive on this, I, I'm going to apologize ahead of time, but are they all on call all of the time or are they in shifts where they're kind of on call for fires? No, they're 
they're on call all the time. If they're available, they they respond. Now, if they're working in the cities during the day, of course, they can't respond. But right. if they're around or at nighttime, if they're available, they respond. So uh, sometimes we'll get 12 firefighters at a call, and sometimes we'll get 25, 30 firefighters at a call. That's the reason we have 34 firefighters is to make sure we always have enough firefighters. Uh, daytime's a big problem. It's a big problem in most communities. Buffalo has been doing pretty good. Uh, we do have automatic mutual aid with some communities and mutual aid agreements with all the Ray County communities. So if we do have a fire, we just call for mutual aid and and all of our fire departments in the county. We're lucky we got some really good fire departments in Ray County. And we work well together. We train well together. So uh, we're lucky. Uh, Ray County is real lucky that we have that. If we have a Good structure fire going in Buffalo. We can page Monticello, and they're here in you know five to ten minutes. Yeah. I noticed too that uh, one of the things about the new location of the downtown fire station, uh, it strikes me that parking is going to be a lot better. I know for years and years, uh, in your current location, boy, if uh, you know if you've got a lot of firefighters responding, I mean they're parked anywhere and everywhere they can figure out to park. Right. Yeah. Downtown parking has been a challenge. And yeah, we're, we're looking forward to that. Um, it'll give the city a few more parking spots, too, once we're gone, because they have to keep a few open for us just in case we do get a call. So, yeah, no, the new parking is going to be nice. Uh, we have around 20 firefighters that will respond downtown, so that will be kind of handy. And then we need more parking because uh, training. We're going to have training down there, so we'll have, could have potentially 35 firefighters there. And we also do a lot of training with the county, so... We suspect that there'll be times where we have a bunch of other departments from the county coming here for training, and they'll use all that parking up pretty quick. Yeah. Very good. So um, hopefully maybe uh, sometime in maybe late January, but hopefully certainly by early February you're moving in. I'm assuming that at some point uh, when we can do it uh, uh, safely uh, with uh, the health concerns and all, um, there'll be a, an open house here at some point. Yeah, we're thinking about doing that the week of Buffalo Days. Uh, June, uh, COVID should be kind of winding down and everything should be in a good shape. Uh, fire station should be up and running well. We should have everything in place and working. Uh, so we're planning the first, or not the first week, but uh, the week of Buffalo Days. Mm-hmm. Probably the Saturday prior to the parade would be a good, good chance. Uh, we've talked to the Buffalo pork producers or the pork producers, and we're thinking of having a pork job feed at the same time. So. Great. Should be a lot of fun. John Harnoy, Buffalo Fire Chief, our guest on today's Spotlight. Great information about the new fire station. Of course, that everybody uh, that's uh, that drives through town has uh, been seeing here for, for months now. Uh, let's finish up, John. We're uh, coming into one of the biggest months of the year as far as uh, accidental fire starting for a lot of different reasons in the home. Uh, the holiday season, uh, unfortunately, seems to be a time where uh, you, you know, you get a lot of those accidental fires, a uh, lot of different reasons there. Candles, lighting, cooking, all kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, candles, like you said, remember to keep an eye on your candles. Never leave a candle burning or left unattended. Christmas trees, keep your Christmas trees watered and keep them away from anything combustible. Auxiliary heat, uh, keep all your auxiliary heat heaters away from anything combustible. Make sure you have 
plenty of space and follow the recommended or follow the instructions that come with the auxiliary heater to make sure you're following all their recommendations. Um, smoke detectors, make sure you check your smoke detectors every year. Uh, CO detectors, it is that time of year. Um, CO detectors, make sure you have one on each floor. I think uh, the most important one is just outside the bedroom. It's nice to have two CO detectors in case one one's going off and uh, we have a lot of false alarms with CO detectors, so sometimes having two will make you feel a little better if one's going off and the other one's not, you know, it's probably just a false alarm. Then remember your low battery chirp. If it's just if a battery, if a smoke detector or CO detector just chirps and then waits about another minute and chirps again, that's just a low battery. That's not a detector going off in alarm mode. And replace your CO detectors and smoke detectors every seven to ten years. Uh, they don't last a lifetime. They over time they kind of lose their sensitivity or become too sensitive as far as a, a CO detector can go. So if you're starting to get false alarms with a CO detector, it could just be because they're getting too old. All great advice. Well, great information uh, today on our spotlight. And, John, we certainly appreciate your uh, willingness to come on and tell us all about what's going on with the uh, the fire department in Buffalo and the new fire station downtown and, of course, uh, some safety ideas as well. Um, and uh, your crews uh, certainly do a great job. We uh, can't thank you enough for uh, all the work you do throughout the year. So uh, continued safe uh, holiday season, and we hope, and uh, we'll talk to you again, I'm sure, before the uh, station opens up. Well, thank you, Tim. It was great all right. talking. Nice to talk to you. You take care. John Harnaway, Buffalo Fire Chief, our guest today on Spotlights here on KRWC.